This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome back to another episode. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. I'm excited for today's episode. We're going to get into the final CPL standing recap of the Forge FC regular season and then talk about the 2023 Golden Boot Race. Now, before we get started, though, there was a schedule update, so I just wanted to mention that in case you didn't hear yesterday afternoon, the episode came out before. So our match this Sunday on October 7th will now happen at 5 p.m. instead of 4 p.m. So our fan appreciation movie on the pitch will still happen just a little bit later than we anticipated. With that said, let's get right into it because I didn't mention any of the other results from this past weekend and how Forge's loss would impact the standings in yesterday's episode, and I am itching to talk about it. Now, I think what most people were thinking after that loss against Halifax was Pacific creeping up on Forge and taking over that second place spot, but there was a bit of a plot twist from their matchup against Vancouver FC. And just for context, Vancouver at this point in the season have been eliminated from the CPL playoffs, so they aren't necessarily playing for a longer season or a shot at the North Star Cup at all, because mathematically speaking, based on the points they have and the amount of games they have left, their season will just be done when the playoffs begin. However, they came into their match against Pacific as if a lot more was on the line and they would ultimately come away with a 2-1 victory, which means Pacific lost points on Saturday and will stay in third place, trailing Forge by two points. That said, the Wanderers are sneaking their way up the standings as well after their victory at home. They trail Pacific by just one point. Now, one other match I wanted to mention so that everyone knows the current top five teams ahead of this weekend. York United matched up against Atletico Ottawa. The entire game unfolds and no action in terms of goal scoring until the 89th minute when Kevin Santos scores a goal to keep them alive and push Atletico Ottawa down to sixth place. Things are looking a little bit different. We've got just three points between second and fourth. So now Forge will have to get a result this weekend against Ottawa. And as you can probably tell by their previous match, aren't in the greatest run of form. But we'll get to that on Thursday. Here were my post-practice interviews with Ali Hijabrapur and Garvin Matusala. I asked them some pretty similar questions, so I included both of their responses. Ali's the first voice that you'll hear, and then Garv is right after. Okay, first question. Obviously, last game of the regular season is coming up. Just in general, do you feel like the season went by fast, or is it like, was it a slow burn? So fast, so fast. Even me and uh, T were talking about on the way to training a couple of days ago. We were like, holy shit, it's all... Sorry, I can't No, no, it's okay. That's okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Anyway, we can't... uh, We were like, wow, it's already October. That's crazy, Yeah. Yeah, the season's flown by so fast. I can't believe it's the last game. Yeah, I was honestly going to say the same because I got here in May and now it's like over in a couple weeks. So I'm on the same page. Uh, It's gone by so fast, (laughs) especially me that I was away for like a month. Right. And I missed like 10 days as well, like uh, a month ago. Mm -hmm. It's like when I got back, I think there was three games left. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like, like, whoa, (laughs) what, what just happened? Yeah. So... Yeah, the season has uh, gone by really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. You obviously get to finish it out at home. So mm-hmm. what does it mean to be able to close out the season at Tim Martins Field? It's just to finish uh, well in front of our fans. We fin- uh, we had a defeat last week. We would, we would have wanted to just get the, get the second place done. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess it's... Uh, it's God that did that, so we can win in front of our fans. fans and, yeah, on your side, exactly, yeah. in front of our fans and finish second. So, 
we know it's going to be a tough game because Ottawa need the uh, three points as yeah, well. Yeah. So uh, obviously we're going to have to play this like another final. Yeah. But we, uh, we got our fans behind you, so that's it. They're scared. They're scared of the fans. Exactly. Our fans are the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's been awesome. It's been really cool. I think this stadium in general this year has been really good to us. I think we've had a lot of good results, a lot of good performances. And I think other teams fear coming here. I mm-hmm. think they adjust to the way we play when we play at Tim Hortons Field. I think we understand the size of the pitch helps a lot. The fans obviously help a lot too. You know, we get a lot of people to come up to these yeah. games, which is good. So I think on Saturday will be another good game. Fans are going to love to hear that mm-hmm. that other teams fear coming here. Yeah, they do. <laughs> For sure they do. Okay, so like you said, obviously you didn't come away with the result, but there were a lot of good things mm-hmm. that you guys did. So can you point out a couple of those mm-hmm. and what you'd want to see carried into this weekend? Um, I think the biggest thing we're going in, we're going in with a lot of confidence. We know that if we win this game, it's one game to get to a final, and that's our goal right now. Mm-hmm. So... We're putting a lot of effort in this week. We're going to be ready for, for Saturday. So I think this game, another must win. It's at home. It puts us in a secured spot in second, which is what we want. First of all, I think we defended really well. Uh, the goals we conceded were like one mistake and may one. Let's not talk about it. Everyone knows. So it was out of a risk, out of a control. But yeah. uh, with the ball, we were really, we really got into good spots. Uh, gotta get props to Halifax. They defended really well. Yeah, they had a lot of block shots, last last man block shots and stuff like that. So goalie made some good saves mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. So I think overall it was a really good game offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. Just there's games like that where you can't control the outcome of the game. Forge, we're always used to like pressure. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we have too much pressure out of that game. We just know what we have to do. We know that we have to come and play that game like a final. Okay. And because we know, like Bobby always says, it's two games. We have two games to a final. So if we win that game and then we win against Calvary, we're already in the final. So it's a quick thing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Jeez, mm. I got to quote Bobby in this episode. <laughs> Sheesh. All right, let's talk golden boot race because that is arguably closer than the standings at this point in the season, especially after Rubens Passius buried his 10th goal on Saturday. So Ollie Bassett of Atletico Ottawa still in first. He's got 11 goals on the season, but we've got a three-way tie for second. Two of those players being from Forge FC, Taryn Campbell and Wubens Pasias. And as I said yesterday, Wubens is on a bit of a tear. He's got six goals in six games. The last time a Forge FC player took home the golden boot was in 2019 when Tristan Borges scored 13 goals. And for those of you wondering, the golden boot race will stop after the regular season. And prior to 2021, it was a different situation. The league included goals scored in the CPL playoffs and finals, but that is no longer the case. So another factor that adds to the pressure of these final games. Before we wrap up, I just wanted to shout out Reza Rama on an incredible performance this past weekend and his appearance in the CPL's Team of the Week. He's done very well on both sides of the field, attacking and defending. During the game against Halifax, he had a team leading 93 touches, one possession 12 times, and then made three interceptions and three clearances, including that insane goal line back heel. So absolutely well-deserved and I look forward to seeing what he'll do this weekend. All right, on that note, we will close out today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget, you can tune into episode 21 of Behind the Beard tomorrow. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. Okay, last question. Have I asked you about pregame meals? Nope. What is it? Wow. Usually, I know. sorry. Usually, honestly, I don't like to eat a lot, uh, a lot you know, during game days. You're one um, of those guys, so eh? It's making like, it boring for me. No, look, okay. <laughs> I'll eat like four eggs and make like three sandwiches out of it. So six bread. So basically six bread. And then I'll be good for the rest of the night. 
egg sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But like good egg sandwiches, Garf, by Garf. They're always different. <laughs> They're different. They're different. Egg sandwiches by Garf. By Garf. I'll make you try. Uh, I'll bring I would you some. love to try Sounds it. Sounds good. Is it like an egg salad kind of thing? Basically. And there's a lot of veg- veggies and stuff like that. And I got my own spices. That okay. I see, you were lacking on telling me what else is yeah, in Yeah, it's sandwich. not just egg. I thought it was just like one no, egg, no, no, two I'll, slices of bread. Trust me. There's cheese. I got everything. I can't wait. Sounds good. I'm going to hold you to I it. Bet, okay? Bet, bet. Thank you.